I grew up, I'm basically from the south, but I grew up in Mumbai. Okay. And uh, my parents are here, just close by, Chembur. My brothers are also here. So we grew up like in our, in our home. And at various stages, you know, of our growing up years, our home was like a lodge. Like, uh, because uh, now I know that in these days we have Airbnb and Oyo and all that. Uh, but uh, maybe about 30 years back, that is not the case. Uh, so in a, basically I want to say that our home, there were many, many people that my parents kind of invited, you know, to be part of our family. And then from there they kind of like moved on. So the heart was to help, to share, and to love so that someone's life would be made better. Okay, so many people, some of them are relatives, some of them uh, friends of our uh, parents would come and be with us. And uh, they would stay kind of like ranging from few days to few years. Okay, uh, be part of our homes. Okay, so that was my dad's heart or my parents' heart. You know, that we as children would learn kind of like something valuable out of that also. There were joys and sorrows. You can imagine uh, that. My dad is a very strict person, a no-nonsense person. Okay, so he would kind of have people over, help them to get jobs. Okay, and as soon as like he knows that he, they're settling down, then he will push them out. Like, you know? uh, so you need to be standing on your own uh, feet. So looking back, staying in our one BHK flat, with people around you most of the time. Now, when I just look back, uh, you know, there are feelings of joy, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, and gratitude also for all that kind of like those people also kind of shared with us and what was God doing in our hearts. So there is a deep sense of satisfaction also that God used our home and our hearts to be a blessing to many, you know. Uh, so that was our experience growing up. I think like to some extent we learned what it meant to be other-centered rather than being self-centered. And uh, we rejoice that today most of them are really well-placed and doing well. You know? And so we rejoice in that. So I want to say that that's the nature of God. Okay? And if we are willing, God is able to use our heart and our homes to be a blessing to many people. Isn't that like, if we are willing, God is able to do that. And to be a blessing in many ways. In material ways, spiritual ways, emotionally also helping people. And uh, that's such a powerful thing. God using us and our homes to change lives. And especially in cities like Mumbai. <laughs> okay, Where people are searching for a home, for a family. Okay? So we want to look at this morning a small passage from the first book of the Bible. And that's Genesis, Genesis 18 and 1 to 10. I think the text is there on the PowerPoint. So I'll ask uh, uh, Cindy to just help us. Genesis 18 verses 1 to 10. The Lord appeared to Abraham near the great trees of Mamre while he was sitting at the entrance to his tent in the heat of the day. Abraham looked up and saw three men standing nearby. When he saw them, 
he hurried from the entrance of his tent to meet them and bowed low to the ground. He said, If I have found favor in your eyes, my lord, do not pass your servant by. Let a little water be brought, and then you may all wash your feet and rest under this tree. Let me get you something to eat, so you can be refreshed and then go on your way. Now that you have come to your servant. Very well, they answered. Do as you say. So Abraham hurried into the tent to Sarah. Quick, he said, get three sears of the finest flour and knead it and bake some bread. Then he ran to the herd and selected a choice tender calf and gave it to a servant who hurried to prepare it. He then brought some curds and milk and the calf that had been prepared and set these before them. While they ate, he stood near them under a tree. Where is your wife, Sarah? They asked him. There, in the tent, he said. Then one of them said, I will surely return to you about this time next year, and Sarah, your wife, will have a son. Genesis 18, verses 1 to 10. Thank you, Cindy. So this is a very beautiful passage. Uh, maybe some of us would have read this. Uh, for some of us, maybe this is new. Uh, we want to learn four aspects. So as I was just looking at this passage, there are four aspects that kind of like clearly stand out. And uh, we'll ask the Lord to speak to us, you know, through these aspects that we see from Abraham's heart. So we want to learn from Abraham's posture. Okay, and the first thing that I want to share, share is that he was eager to welcome people. Okay, he was eager to welcome people. It says, the Lord appeared to Abraham near the great trees of Mamre. While he was sitting at the entrance to his tent, in the heat of the day, Abraham looked up and saw three men standing nearby. And so, what we see, I mean, the day was quite hot, or that season was quite hot, uh, but Abraham was there outside, okay, uh, waiting to see if there are some weary travelers who would need help so that, in a sense, some uh, time to be refreshed and then they can be brought in. So what scholars say is that in those days, there were no inns and hotels. There were homes. And so many people who would have a heart to care for people, they would be sitting outside their tent and they'll be looking out, watching out for travelers, weary travelers, uh, you know, and uh, they would be willing to offer help to them. In a sense, call them out. So he was not outside his tent for his own comfort. But he was outside his tent looking to give comfort. You know, call people in to his home and bless them. So he was eager to do that. I see one interesting term over there. You know, it says the Lord appeared. Okay, so I'm just thinking about myself. If people appear at my doorstep, you know, what would be my posture? You know, just appear at the doorstep. Like, you know, so, and so here, the Lord appeared, or these you know, visitors appeared. There. So, uh, so these are days that we're living in where we go by appointments and schedules. Like, you know, so, uh, and many times, like, it's fine, we kind of like train our heart also 
to intentionally call people and we want them to follow our schedule and time, be there at the expected time. So all that is fine. No? But I think there is something beyond over here. There is something beyond over here. You know, beyond this, we need to look at our hearts, like to see, uh, you know, yes, we may kind of like fit people into our schedules, but what, what is the posture of our heart, you know, in that sense, to, to welcome them, to, you know, to refresh them, to connect to them, to love them and to bless them. And so we need to look deep down into our hearts. I was thinking that uh, when people just appear, so I have a mental scan that I do, kind of like, in a sense, is this person useful to me? Uh, you know, is it worth spending my time? Then, you know, that's, 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 uh, that's my selfish nature, that's my sinful nature. That we, we see whether that person is worth investing that time, giving that time, useful to us. Whether we'll get something in return. That is, that is not the case with Abraham. There were no strings attached. He was eager to welcome people. You know? He was, uh, you know, he was willing to be disturbed. He was willing to move out of his comfort zone to welcome people. So that, you know, so that he would entertain them, bless them, show them love and concern. Now, I want to say, we do understand there are priorities, there needs to be a balance, all that is there. We can't go overboard, we can't neglect our responsibilities, all that is there. But we need to look at our hearts. Are our hearts postured, you know, towards being flexible, you know? to be uh, kind of, uh, you know, that uh, we're willing to, to stretch ourselves, willing to be disturbed, move out of what we feel is uh, comfortable, you know, and reach out to people. Now, I want to say, if we are not ready for surprises, you know, then we may miss meeting the Lord sometimes. Because if we see Hebrews 13 verse 1 to 2, I just put that in the slide. It says, keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers for by doing so, for by so doing, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. And scholars say, and this is referring to Abraham, that you know, he welcomed them not knowing who they were, like strangers, but actually, he was welcoming the Lord himself. The Lord Jesus himself. And as I was just thinking about this, I was feeling that, you know, many times when we do that, it is the Lord who is wanting to meet with us. Though, in a sense, we are stretching ourselves, you know, being hospitable, but it's something more than that. It's the Lord who is wanting to meet with us, engage with us, have an encounter with us. It's more than being a blessing to someone. It's being blessed in His presence. That is something more than just offering hospitality to others. 
the lord wanting to have a meal with us the lord wanting to change our hearts you know and that's what we see uh, here abraham uh, doing uh, when i was now i went for studies to pune to another city and uh, i was just remembering that uh, so when i entered my final year last year the first exam and so the final year everybody stands because like that's the thing that you know the, those marks or whatever grade you get division you get class you get is going to reflect on your certificate everybody stands the first exam i was very tense very fearful so much so i couldn't kind of when i was reading the textbook it was as if like everything is bouncing back like so much fear by the grace of god i was part of a church there so early so that the day of the first exam early morning i got up i thought like i'll you know uh, sleep early get up early maybe you know when early morning like you know I'll, my mind would be fresh and uh, you know i'll be able to understand but 4 o'clock again my heart is filled with fear i took the cycle then at 4 a.m. in the morning and then i cycled to my pastor my mentor's place about like what 6 7 kilometers like you know pune generally in december is is cold and so i cycled with the monkey cap and everything gloves and everything and i appeared you know at the at my pastor's door like you know i appeared like uh, and he was kind enough to welcome me so i said ruben uh you know i can't write this exam i'm so fearful so he said do you really want to write or just give it a skip he said i said no no i i want to write because if i don't write this i'm sure i will not write any of the other exams also because i i won't have the confidence to do the others so he said fine so he just prayed with me and then i you know he offered me a desk started studying over there i still remember then he offered me some omelet and some bread uh, so uh, so i had in a matter of few hours i mean something changed i believe it's the presence of god something lifted in you know in my mind something just lifted off and i could finish studying cycle back to my pg place and then go for the exam in the afternoon and write the exam you know and uh, you know after that semester got over i was so surprised i got the highest marks in that particular subject <laughs> i mean i can't forget that uh so i just want to say that it's a lord meeting with us it's not just you know us being a blessing and i was you know thinking about this as i i felt that you know it's the is a lord jesus christ who welcomes us we who were strangers aliens enemies people you know evil doers but he welcomes us when the lord jesus christ when he looked at me did he find anything worth giving his life for no still he gave his life for me he still felt you know this person is useful and each of us are useful in his kingdom it's worth dying for that's what 
the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, did for us. He showed the maximum extent of his love and he welcomed us into his kingdom. And so I want to say hospitality, it's about a heart for people. I think that that's there in the slide. It's about a heart for people. And so we see Abraham welcoming these people. And Abraham meeting with the Lord. And we see in our own lives, Jesus, our Lord Jesus Christ welcoming us. Knowing it's worth it. It's worth investing. Worth giving his life for. That's our Lord Jesus Christ. So hospitality is about a heart for people. Secondly, he joyfully became their servant. He, he joyfully became their servant. Verse 2 and 3, when he saw them, he hurried from the entrance to stand to meet them and bowed low to the ground. He said, if I found favor in your eyes, my Lord, do not pass your servant by. I was thinking that nowadays if you go to go in front of small stalls or small hotels, there are people waiting there. Okay, please come in. Please come in. You'll get the best food. You'll get the best price. There's something like that. Like, you know, uh, Abraham welcoming these people. But for no gain of his. There today we have people, they know if they get more customers, then they stand to gain. But this is for not... Is not for Abraham to gain, but to be a blessing to those people. They say that, you know, when they, when they knew that those people were ordinary people, then the host would come and stand beside the guest, kind of like, you know, and welcome them. But when they knew that the guest was of maybe a higher standing and respect in society, so they would bow down and welcome them. And that's what we see Abraham doing. I mean, to strangers, he didn't know who they were in that sense. But he was willing to consider them better than himself. And bowed low to the ground. And was willing to serve them. He was willing to become their servant. Now many of us would know, Abraham was not a pauper. He had servants, friends. He had servants. He could have displayed all his servants. Okay. He could have displayed them. No. He became a servant to them. He became a servant to them. He displayed you know, his service uh, to them. So he did not display his servants. Rather, he displayed his servant heart. We, uh, the flat that I talked about, is in Chembur and we stayed there many years. And uh, as boys, we would all be excited when there is a marriage in the colony. So it's a, it's a big colony, about 200 flats. When there is a marriage in the colony, all the boys, young people would all get excited. Because in the marriage, we'll have competitions. Let's see, you know, who eats the maximum puris. Let's see who eats the maximum, you know, gulab jamun. That would be the competition, like you know. So, uh, so the the bride and the bridegrooms, their parents will be getting like you know would be under high pressure. But like we are having a, a jolly good time, like you know, having these uh, competitions. And uh, then you know, coming back also, we'll be kind of rating the wedding. Okay, how was the centerpiece? 
you know house overall spread uh, kind of like you know and house the sound the decor and all that like you know, so we would enjoy doing doing that you know the only people who will be under pressure would be you know the parents who would have older kids who are going to get married why because they have to do something better than that <laughs> they have to do something better than that that would be the pressure so, so there was a display or something so every wedding every wedding would be something that is better than the previous one every wedding you went to and so i was thinking that you know when we look at our culture our culture is known for its hospitality but often that hospitality is a display of our wealth and status and not a display of our service and affection love we see something different in abraham the way he served it is a display of his service his affection his love that that opportunity was given to him you know to be of service to these people who were strangers i want to read john 13:1 to 5 it is just before the passover festival jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the father having loved his own who were in the world he loved them to the end the evening meal was in progress and the devil had already prompted judas the son of simon iscariot to betray jesus jesus knew that the father had put all things under his power and that he had come from god and was returning to god and so he got up from the meal took off his outer clothing and wrapped a towel around his waist after that he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples feet drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him like abraham we see the display of our lord jesus christ his heart his servant heart knowing that he was god son of god knowing that he had all power and authority but he was willing to make himself a servant to his own disciples and serve them so that's what we see in the heart of jesus his willingness to serve others it is not a display of his power and authority but it is a display of his heart of love and service and so that's what is involved in hospitality when we welcome people that's what is in the heart of uh, jesus when we came to kolaba as anand was saying we we we've been there in kolaba in the church there for about close to now 23 years uh, so every time kind of like we would finish service so we would have young people coming up home uh, for a meal lunch, like lunch you know so i think like we would also do that uh, and so there will be about 40 to 50 people who turn up like you know there and it would go on kind of like you know so month to month like sometimes like we both would wonder 
are we running a hotel or running a church like you know so because uh, you know people come and eat and go like you know so uh, is there anything happening is there god are you doing something but you know as i was just looking back at those years and just looking at this text also i felt the lord saying i was there the lord was there the lord was there the lord was there changing our hearts and the lord was there changing their hearts and many of those people like who were there god transformed their lives you know they could uh, yeah it would be simple food you you must be thinking wow so 40 50 people like they would be coming for you know each sunday would be a different menu no every sunday same menu rice dal one vegetable and one achar okay one achar and and they would enjoy just coming and being part of it and so i mean so they could see our lives they could see one another's lives they could experience god's presence they could experience you know uh, that aspect of fellowship and a family feeling and god touched and changed their lives god was changing them and god was changing us also so hospitality is about a heart of service it's not so much about food and the five courses or whatever you know or a display of anything else but it's a display of our heart a heart of service thirdly uh, he did more than what he had committed okay he did more than what he had committed okay verse 5 to 8 says let me get you can we all read that okay, let me get you something to eat okay let me get you something to eat. so you, so you can be refreshed and then you go on go on your way now that you have come to your servant very well they answered do as you say so abram hurried into the tent to sarah quick he said get three seahs of finest of the finest flour and knead it and make bake some bread then he ran to the herd and selected a choice tender calf and he gave it to a servant who hurried to prepare it he then brought some curds and milk and the calf that had been prepared and set these before them so what he said and what he did was completely different okay i guess the visitors would have been shocked wow he said they said something but this is something special okay. okay i was thinking that when we go to a hotel many times to a hotel or a restaurant many times we are shocked by the bill not the food like no <laughs> so wow what did they give what did i have i mean such a massive bill <laughs> you know many times the food is good i'm not saying that i was thinking here is abraham and his guests came and said wow willing to serve willing to welcome them and willing to give them the best the best that he could offer to them it is not just uh, something and so these are just visitors this food is for strangers who came unannounced and they experienced abraham's hospitality 
Abraham made it special for them. I want to read 1 Corinthians 11, 23 to 26. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this. Whenever you drink it, in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Friends, I want to say that when we come to the table of our Lord Jesus Christ, we get something more than we could have ever expected. Hallelujah! At his table, we get something more that we would have never deserved never expected at his table he offers himself his life for us that's what he gives to us everything at his own expense when he gave his life for us at the lord's table that's the heart of our lord jesus christ a heart of sacrifice a heart of love and so hospitality is about that there has to be an aspect of sacrifice in it love service and a sacrifice has to be involved in it i was reading sometime back that in uh, in the years 165 ad and between 251 and 266 AD the roman empire uh, it experienced an epidemic both those times many people died uh, they say that sometimes like there would be about 5000 people dead during a day and everybody including their own well known doctors they were fleeing the country for the fear that they would contract that disease but not so the christians the christians and the church saw that as an opportunity to serve the people who were dying serve these people with their own lives because they felt god loved people and in order to love god back one was to love others and so these people no began to serve these people who were dying and it says that christians buried not just their own but others who had died without funds for a proper burial and then they would look after all these dying people sometimes about 1500 to 2000 people would be fed by the church and by christians you know by looking after these people the roman government tried to have another equivalent parallel system you know when they saw that the christians were doing this they wanted to have another system but it failed because they saw that the christians were not doing it out of a sense of duty they were doing it out of a sense of love out of a heart of service out of compassion and so they say that one scholar said we saw a whole force of miracle workers who were healing 
the dying. Who are providing healing to the dying. And they said it was a soup of the Christians. So patiently spooned to the helpless that healed them. And on the streets they say it was heard. Look how they love one another. This is hospitality at another level. Not just kind of you know, offering food and doing what is comfortable for us, but willing to pay the cost, serving people with their own lives. And so, the third aspect, it's about a heart of service. It's about a heart of service. Loving people, serving people, and it's about a heart of service. And lastly, I'll close with this. He, they received an heir for the generations. Because the last two verses says, Where is your wife, Sarah? They asked him. There in the tent, he said. Then one of them said, I will surely return to you about this time next year. And Sarah, your wife, will have a son. When I read this, I was thinking, is it a return gift? Like, no. (laughs) But such an amazing blessing. It's the blessing and the favor of God. He, he enables us to be part of that too. No? So he blessed them. Uh, looking back at the last 23 years, as I said, like various people coming and going, uh, you know, and God giving us opportunities to invest into the lives of people. Uh, so we've seen so many people being birthed into the kingdom of God, growing in, in the kingdom of God, you know, being a blessing to others in the kingdom of God. We're satisfied with that reward. We're just satisfied, you know, knowing that God is doing his work in the lives of people. About a few years back, uh, we had gone to Gyan and Chumla, who were looking after church uh, in Nepal. And uh, so he was part of our home. Anytime, like, it seemed like he was the host and we were visitors at our home, like, you know, because he would be so often found at home, like, you know, so you'd be a part of us. And so, uh, you know, God trained and then all that, you know, he received Christ here. And then uh, I think about 10 years back, they went to Nepal and they've started a church there. And uh, when we had gone to visit uh, them, we were having a meal with one of their couples. And, uh, and so they were saying, we are just blessed with Gyan and Chumla. Whenever a new person comes, or a, a new couple comes, or someone new has come, we would be thinking, when will we call them? What's a suitable day? What's the right time? And then by the time we ask them, they would say, They've been called by Gyan and Chumla. You know? They are going there the previous week. It's, it's, it's so fast. <laughs> and, and so they are saying they were blessed to just see their heart. Like, and so when we were there, and now they were kind of like offering hospitality to us. It was such a blessing to just be part of their home and to see what God is doing through them in the lives of so many others. And so that itself was a blessing. So I want to say, just to close, it's about a heart for the kingdom. It's about a heart 
for the kingdom. So hospitality is about finding joy in being with people. Knowing that we were welcomed, unworthy as we are, welcomed by the Lord Jesus Christ. He, he comes in to our homes and he makes his home with us. That's the way he welcomes us. And then a heart of service that we see in the Lord Jesus Christ. A heart of sacrifice that we see in him for his glory and for his kingdom. So as I just close, friends, I want to say it's a very you know, powerful aspect. It's not just about food and our home. There is something supernatural that happens the Lord is in our midst. You know, when we connect with people with that posture, when we reach out to people, serve them, sacrificially serve them, we see you know, people being blessed into the kingdom of God, Christ being exalted. So, as we looked at Abraham, we also looked at the Lord Jesus Christ. So beautiful it is to see his heart. And this morning we want to say, Lord, by the power of the Holy Spirit, help us to walk in this grace. Okay? I'll just pray. Amen. Father, we want to, Lord, just thank you. Thank you, Father God, for sending your son, Jesus. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you welcome us into your kingdom. And not only, Lord, you just welcome us, but you have served us. Lord, you became a servant. Though you were son of the most high God, you became a servant and you gave yourself for us. Holy Spirit, we pray this morning, maybe, Lord, you would have spoken to us in some aspects, Lord, we pray, Holy Spirit, give us the grace to grow in this aspect of hospitality, Lord. For your name, for your glory, and for your kingdom, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray, Lord. Amen.